Hi, welcome to Talking in Bed. My name is Jen. Hi, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, <clears throat> unlike a lot of episodes, this one is actually being recorded in bed. Oh my god. <sighs> After night shift, if you couldn't tell. Um, and I don't necessarily have <clears throat> anything uh, totally pressing at the front of my brain. I just kind of thought that I wanted to record, you know. This is the thing that is pressing. Is that like a thing pressing at the front of my brain, weighing on my mind? Um, I know that I'm probably completely wrong. You know, the uh, <clears throat> the the annual statistics always tell us that the year that has just passed was the hottest one on record. And, um, <clears throat> you know, almost every month that passes is the hottest one on record. And, um, I, I have talked about this before is that I personally feel that when the glow, you know, sort of the global lockdowns started. Now you did, there were some kind of like phony things that came out, like the dolphins in Venice thing. That was a really like popular one, you know, like hashtag we are the virus. <laughs> and it turned out that those dolphins were not in Venice. They, I don't even know if it was in Italy. It might've been, I can't remember exactly now, but it was kind of this like moment of hope and then it really kind of you know turned out that it was just a lie it was determined that that was a lie and um I remember seeing other pictures you know in March of this past year uh you know like somebody in India maybe in a uh, I don't have like a good geography of India, but somebody who presumably they're in a city that's close, relatively close to the Himalayan mountains and, you know, taking a picture of like, because there's no smog, I can see the mountains in the distance and I don't know, maybe like some wildlife just kind of wandering around like the streets a little more freely and I truly felt and my husband did too that the temperature in our area it immediately got just kind of normal it just felt like oh like this is an this is an appropriate temperature for this time of year for this area and, um, 
Oh, Christ, I'm going to yawn a lot. And I really, like, keep up very, keep up quite a lot with the temperature in various areas. And I often look up statistics for what, what has been the average temperature. I usually look up New York just because I know New York, so I know what it was like when I was a kid. I know generally what it's supposed to be like. And, um, you know, I know that it definitely has felt like summers have gotten hotter there. And they, you know, there have been reports in the past couple of summers in Europe that it's much hotter than it should be. Mm. And so about eight years ago, when I first moved to Berlin, I moved in January and it was so cold in Berlin. It was really, really cold. It didn't snow a lot. I do recall particular days when it had snowed and I remember particular times where I lived on a hill and um, it it was kind of icy and snowy and I distinctly remember because they didn't, they don't salt the sidewalks, they just put like sand down, at least in Berlin. Probably there's something in the salt that is bad for the environment they they really try to be conscientious about that kind of stuff here to me at least um and but it certainly wasn't um excessively snowy but it was cold so cold and I, I would say in the Pat and so let's see, four years ago in 2016, I was living at home. I was with in a long distance relationship with my husband. And um he wasn't my husband at the time, he was my fiance. And uh what? It was, there was maybe one or two snowstorms that I can remember uh, in that time that I was living at home. Now, currently on, in the Northeast in America, starting today into tomorrow, or is it starting on Thursday into Friday, I think it depends on where you are, but there's supposed to be a nor'easter, and it's can it, <clears throat> it's being called the biggest snowstorm uh, that has occurred in four or five years. Now, some parts of the Northeast have not gotten snow. I mean, maybe a couple of flakes here and there in about four years. And that's worrying. You know, nature, you might find snow very annoying, but 
and and you might find very cold temperatures annoying but guess what it's part of the ecosystem you know plants animals insects they all if they are native to new to a cold area or an area that gets cold in winter they need that that is part of the resetting process because let's say you have a moss that <clears throat> i don't know anything about moss okay this is just like a shot in the dark okay let's say that you have a moss on a tree that um slows down its growth when the temperatures are freezing and and lower than freezing if it's not reaching particular temperatures that moss will keep growing and who knows what that leads to I don't know I don't even know what moss I'm talking about <laughs> um and look then the the fall into like December in New York at least has been unseasonable unseasonably warm and my family seem very unconcerned by it it worries me a lot um and anyway the fact that I have felt that in at least in my personal experience, temperatures have been more close to normal this year, in this year when a lot of car traffic decreased. And it's coinciding with this huge snowstorm I don't know. You tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> you tell me I'm wrong. That there isn't, I don't know, some kind of an effect from less CO2 being released. Now, I know that to a certain extent, there are different things like an El Nino, a La Nina. These are... Uh, jet streams, I think, that affect what kind of air is being drawn down from the Arctic, down from Canada. But the funny thing is that this year is supposed to be a La Nina year. Or whatever, like a La Nina has formed and typically that would bring warmer temperatures so this nor'easter is kind of a fluke it's not supposed to be happening i don't know man i don't know i'm just saying Maybe if we just do this for a couple of years, maybe 
things will be a little better. What if we just did this for five years? Okay? And then what? Maybe things would be a little better. It's total, I don't know. It's just my opinion. I am not informed in any way. I mean, I don't have any formal education. I do look into it. But like with a lot of things, you know, like I look stuff up. I see information. I don't have any. Sorry. Ah. I'm sorry. I just realized that scream. My little yawn scream probably isn't nice for you. Sorry. Um, what was I saying? I don't have any educational context for how to understand temperatures and, you know, just stuff that like the weather I learned from the weather channel. Um, it's just, I take it in and I try to make sense of it as how it kind of plays out in my own life. You know, what I see around me. And, um, I know I'm, obviously, I'm wrong. I know that I'm wrong, but I don't know. To me, in my everyday life, things feel slightly more normal this year. Slightly, ever so slightly. And I'm just going to go with that. I know that climate change is still happening. I'm very worried. (laughs) Yeah, I am. But. There's a YouTuber who I really like a lot. He's called Atomic Shrimp. And, um. I had initially found him because he did uh, scam baiting videos like where, you know, a scammer writes to you offering an obscene amount of money and they're a widow. I mean, traditionally, it's the Nigerian prince uh, or now, you know, they've really had to change tactics. It's like a widow, a wealthy widow. Um, and he has a very kind of soothing, gentle voice and he creates very, um, the, uh, kind of timeline of his videos and how he retells the story of scamming these people. I mean, it's mostly over email, so I guess he just has to take it email by email and He really just reads what the emails are, but he kind of fills in his own little funny thoughts on how did he decide to respond to this one and him changing tactics. He really tells a personal story about the process of baiting this scammer. And it's really the the focus for him when he does scam baiting is 
really nothing more than to inconvenience the scammer, inconvenience and annoy the scammer, just to kind of fuck with somebody who steals money from people, you know, and often obviously very vulnerable people. Uh, and so those are really interesting, but the really fascinating thing about his channel is the scam baiting videos are, I would say, hands down his most popular videos, but he doesn't do just scam baiting. He, his channel is dedicated to lots of different things. So he goes out on, he's English. He lives in England and he'll go out on these, like, just like a nature walk you know, just take a little walk into the woods and he'll go foraging or he's just kind of goes out into the woods. And when he forages, he'll find whatever he finds, like, let's say he gets stinging nettles and he'll make a stinging nettle soup. And, um, he makes like, he'll make, uh, kind of like exotic dishes, uh, and he also, oh God, he also has like a series that he calls I Can Unbox Anything and he'll just go down to like, you know, he'll go to what I would call like a an ethnic grocery store and he'll go to like the Polish grocery store and just buy a bunch of Polish Stuff that he doesn't really know what it is, because uh, it is written in a different language on the packaging, and he'll just open it up and and try it and describe what it's like, and it's just this very he has such a calming tone. It's incredible, really. But the really nice thing about his channel is that. He really just does whatever he likes. Now, his work is very focused. So it's if he's doing this, if he's doing an unboxing video, it's all about that. If he's doing scam baiting, it's all about that. Oh, my God. I'm getting so tired now. And I think. When I look at kind of all the episodes that I have done, I really like that I started to kind of branch out, you know, and and just find different things that I wanted to talk about. And um, seeing a, a creator like this, it encourages me to, like, even though it's weird and this is a weird podcast and, you know, it's not focused at all and there's no kind of, I mean, I don't know what you're getting out of this. <laughs> I truly have no clue what people get out of this. Um, it just makes me feel like I've been thinking a lot recently about how you really have to appreciate like the weirdness that you personally are attracted to and and want to express because that 
is what makes you unique, even if it doesn't make sense to other people. I know that's so cliche, like, as I'm saying it, it it just sounds so cliche. But, um, I don't know, once you, I think it's only cliche when you aren't really, like, taking it in, but if you really take it in and understand that the things that make you unique are like the weird little interests that you have and the behaviors that you have and you know like if you sing to yourself a lot or (laughs) I don't know I I think it's The most interesting people are the ones who really, like, have a take delight in the oddness of who they are. And, um, you know, like, that's always, like... (laughs) We're all, you know, special little snowflakes, right? But in essence, we are just snowflakes, right? And a bunch of snowflakes are indistinguishable from each other. But each one does have its own little unique shape to it. I I suppose I... Oh... Oh, Lord. And it's like, no, none of the other snowflakes are going to care that you are a unique snowflake. That has to be something that you care about. You know? Um... And <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. It's just making me think of a, a one of the episodes of Uh, which is a, a YouTube show by two drag queens, Trixie Patel and Katya Tomalochikova. It's a really funny show. U-N- H H H H. That's the name of the show. If you're looking if you're looking for like a good laugh, it's very funny. Um and whatever Katya talked about the snow, doing the snowflake thing in school and you know just I don't know. That's that's what popped into my head. Um and you know like I had fun in the uh not the last not the previous episode but the one before that. The one where I read jokes. I mean, that was really fun for me. 
And I feel like I... I feel like I'm sort of finding my footing with, like, doing, like, a list episode and doing a a myths and legends episode, which I, the episodes about George Washington Carver and Jackie Robinson, I kind of retitled those as myths and legends. And so maybe I will do a a list episode. I feel more drawn to doing list episodes right now than myths and legends. I have a like a couple of myths and legends that kind of, you know, are sitting in the back of my head. I and and I'll get around to them eventually. I'm just feeling a little more interested in the list idea right now. Like the first thing that popped in my head cuz it's like what do you read a list of? And the first kind of, the first concept episode that I did, so not just free free thought stream of consciousness, the first episode that I did that had a concept and a purpose to it was the one where I read a, a list of like the, I forget what what it was, the top 50 movies or something, 40 and it was like a totally ridiculous list that was that's probably one of my favorite episodes that i that I've done so far. I don't know I mean each episode that I've done has is special in some way, you know I mean obviously it's not special for you, but it's special for me um but you know, like what popped into my head is like, what if I just read like a list of pasta? Just pastas, because I'm going to make ziti later today. And I thought, what if I just read a list of pasta? You know, I feel like uh, people, if you're not, like, in Italy, you get very kind of, there's just, like, a couple of different types of pasta, but there's really a lot of kinds of pasta. Um, and I think that would be kind of fun and, like, sort of educational, but in a really... <laughs> like specifically niche way you know you would just maybe know about different types of pasta after that so I you know that and then of course what comes you know what goes best with pasta is cheese so that pops into my head so I you know feel like I have I'm starting to enjoy the I'm starting to sort of grasp the the wider possibilities of this podcast and to really understand that it doesn't just have to be so focused. I mean, I just think that there's Every podcast that you listen to is, like, hyper-focused, right? It's really got, like, it's a purpose, and the hosts might kind of talk about themselves to a certain extent, but not, like, in-depthly. And, um, you know, the ones that I have listened to that are similar to this, where there's sort of a stream of consciousness, I mean, some of them are just about stream of consciousness because, frankly, People just are kind of looking for like a, a catharsis 
So they just kind of get on the mic and talk. And um, I think that's totally fine. Even, you know, it's like even if you did five episodes of you just kind of blabbering, if it helps you, great. Do you know what I mean? Um, But what I find with those kind of... um, shows not that I've looked too in-depthly into them but you know just being on different forums and kind of hearing about different stuff uh I've come across some shows that are like that you know they're not kind of people lose interest in it and um or um, interest, they just lose focus, you know, it's sort of similar to, I have had my moments where I really kind of thought, I don't really know what it is that I'm doing here, uh, and kind of lost my motivation a little bit. So I've certainly had moments where, like, some time passes, and I haven't uploaded, and even still, I'm obviously not in any kind of a regular uploading schedule I mean I upload whenever the hell I want to you know (laughs) um I just um it's fun for me that this is That the things that I'm interested in, the things that I want to talk about, are kind of revealing themselves. You know, when I started the podcast, I really kind of absorbed in real time, like, what it was to speak whatever was in my head and to just share that with an audience. And that was whatever, like, a small audience. Do you know what I mean? My last two episodes have had eight plays on them, so it's not like this is, you know, my my most listened to episode has 200 listens, which is, like, satisfying, you know, but I also think that probably people who listen to it don't like it. I, I am very kind of unfocused in that. It's the math episode three weeks. Three reasons why math is hard. It's It's a lot of my own personal memories about math and um like I I read in the episode I read like three reasons why a lot of people find math hard so I think it's I mean whatever like I might use clickbaity titles sometimes I don't really whatever I'm not making like money on this you know what I mean if If I was making money, I would really shy away from titles that are a little more clickbaity. But I I try to be as kind of straightforward in the title as I can be. Or at least I, I, I can't cover every topic in the title. Do you know what I mean? Like, that is the hard thing. Naming these episodes is one of the hardest elements of it. Because what am I going to call this episode? What am I going to call it? I don't know. I talked about the weather. Now I've been rambling about podcasts. I talked about a YouTuber I like. 
and then there was some the <laughs> snowflakes. I mean, what am I supposed to call this? You know? Um, so sometimes I do just have to pick a topic that I talked about and put that in the title. And, um, but I mean, you know, whatever, like, it's fine. I have one episode that the title is a little bit clickbaity. Uh, and probably, oh God, probably people listen to it and they're very irritated because it's just me talking, being very self-indulgent and just talking about myself. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I, I feel that I've. truly rambled. I mean, this was just a good old-fashioned stream of consciousness. This was just me kind of getting some thoughts out. And, um, you know, I feel like I'm keeping it pretty concise. What are we at? We're at 33 minutes. You got something better to do with your 33 minutes? Come on. Um, So thank you for listening. I think that the upcoming episode is going to be a list of pastas. And I may branch out a little bit into, you know, kind of noodles from around the world. Why not? Uh, This is the first time, I think, that I have decided what the upcoming episode is going to be. And then talked about it in this in the current episode so that is a first for us that's very exciting now the next episode is the 60th episode can you believe it (laughs) think about all the hours of me talking shit on recording 60 episodes worth all right guys I hope that wherever you are, that the weather is seasonably appropriate for whatever time of year you're in. That's what I'm hoping for, for you. Um, have a great day or night. And tune back in for a list of pastas. This has been Talking in Bed. My name is Jed. Over and out.